Welcome to the Bring Your Dreams Alive podcast. Are you ready to bring your dreams alive for real? Check out my Bring Your Dreams Alive audio activations as my gift at meetcoreymichelle.com forward slash gift. Now, enjoy the show. All right, welcome to Bring Your Dreams Alive podcast with me, Corey Michelle. And I have such a special interview today with a friend of mine that has, God, we've, we've known each other for a really long time now. And she has created some real magic in her life, bringing together people from around the world for inspiration. And I want to share with you today my guest, Christine McIver of Inspired Choices Network. Welcome to the show, Christine. Thank you, Corey. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, we've known each other since February of 2013. So 2013, oh, 10 years. Our, our anniversary is coming up. I think we should get together in person again. Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah. <laughs> that would be so fun. Well, I wanted to bring you on the show today because I've, you know, obviously witnessed your transformation over the last 10 years and seen you create this massive network that's a contribution to people in the, in the it's like a waterfall. Like you, you're sort of at, at the top of the waterfall and not like a hierarchy, but just to give an example, like you're at the top of the waterfall, you've created this network where you empower, first level is empower the, the pod. Can you explain the network real quick? And then I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell everybody my perspective of what Christine has done and then we'll dive into her story. So we, we have hosts that step into their genius and we support them. We take care of every tiny detail. We do all the tech. We do every single solitary thing. We have a live radio show that turns into within 30 minutes, a podcast across 80 platforms. And then the following day we take them their video and we then put it out on 300 plus TV platforms. So it can be found on smart TVs. We have a phone app. We have like, you name it, we put it everywhere. So we really empower these hosts to step into and step up to their genius. And yes, I distribute like crazy. Yes, I, you know, promote like crazy. But the my favorite thing is I have assisted and guided and sometimes kicked in the bum hosts over 100 over a hundred hosts. I haven't looked at the numbers for a while, but over a hundred hosts. And I see people like yourself that are out there doing their magic. And I'm like, I was a part of that. That was awesome. Like, yeah. and that's the piece that's so cool is because people say yes to themselves and then we support and hold them accountable to doing that every week, to saying yes to them again and again and again. Oh, it is such a gift. And when I when we had a show um, on your network, it was it was so nice to just to be able to pop on, do the show, and then you were done. And and really, we had just had to come up with a name and then do our thing, and that was it. And it was it was just such a wonderful support. So what I wanted to say about that is like the impact of you bringing this particular dream alive, which we'll unpack in a little while here, is that, you know, the, this waterfall effect where it just sort of goes out and it affects so many other people with each one of those hosts, each one of those hosts lives, and then all the people that get to listen to those shows consistently out in the world. So it's this ongoing sort of awesome beacon of amazingness going out in the world that is just sourced by you. It's a little overwhelming to, to be honest with you. <laughs> um, if I sit and think about it, tears just roll down my face. Cause it's like this little country girl, four corners, don't blink seven, seven houses of a church. 
I'm the ninth of 10 children. You know, I'm just this little, little country girl. And I now know people all over the world. I speak to people, you know, every single day that are creating their dreams and I'm a part of supporting that dream. And then they tell me about people who've reached out to them and they tell me about new clients and new customers. And they tell me about emails they've received and people that have, that have been impacted by their message and, and to see that. And, and it's such an honor, like it'll make me cry when I think about it, honestly. Yeah, it it really is. So let's let's rewind now and talk about yeah. where did this dream come from? Wow. Okay, I tell long stories, so I've got to try to make this as succinct as possible. My story is not as unique. Many of us have this type of story. For me, I never felt that I had to be quiet in my family. But when I went to school, I had a teacher who was very mean to me, and he. He he picked on me, Corey, quite badly, but nobody knew about it. Back then, the parents didn't have the same type of involvement with the schools. And he didn't pass me in two years in a row. He put me on probation. And he said, if you don't do well in the next year, we're going to pull you back. So I clearly had in my mind that this is honestly what I said to myself. It's a good thing that I, I'm good at cleaning and I like babies because obviously that's what I'm going to be doing for the rest of my life. I never imagined graduating grade eight. I never, ever could conceive that I would go to high school. And so for me back then, it was like, oh my God. And I always was holding back. I was holding back what I felt. I was, I was so scared of screwing up that I would try to you know, hide under the radar again and again and again. But there was this part inside of me that was trying to jump out. So I would, when I would open my mouth, I would usually like have verbal diarrhea all over everybody. And then when they would go, would you just be quiet? Because I didn't have the skill and the ability and I hadn't mastered how to communicate what I was thinking and what I was feeling. And I felt like everybody else's thoughts and feelings were more important than mine. That's what it was. That's what I learned at a young, young age. And so I went to high school. I, and I honestly thought I fooled everybody. I'm like, oh my God, thank God. Nobody knows how stupid I am. <laughs> and then I know it's ridiculous, but that's the, that's the truth. My sister had gone on to college and um, she said to me, she kept saying to me, Christine, you totally can do this. And I'm like, no, you're way smarter than me. And she just kept believing in me and believing me. And then I was like, okay, I've got to do something. So I chose it. And it was interesting because I was doing pretty good. And I was connecting. I, I went back as a mature student, so I didn't go right out of high school. And so the teachers would, I would have a good connection with them. And so my confidence started to grow a little bit and a little bit and a little bit. And then I took a course in human resources and I lit up, like my body lit up. I was so excited. I'm like, this is it, right? So I started heading down that path. And there's lots of pieces in between there. But I became a human resources professional and I climbed every ladder you could imagine. I did it all. I led a huge organization. I led human resources professionals in my area. I was on this big board. I created a mentorship program. Like Corey, there was no stopping me, right? Until I had a mental breakdown. And it Today, I know that my body was like, would you just stop already? Like, for the love of God. And I had already reached 
pretty much the pinnacle of where I could go. And what was happening was I was working twice as hard to stay there as to get there. And, mm-hmm. and it, there was backstabbing going on. There was all sorts of things. So I had a mental breakdown in 2008. And at one point I lined pills up on my, on my coffee table. I was done. I, I was exhausted. Right. And you are, when you try something that's not working, you get pretty exhausted pretty fast. And I don't know what it was that had me not swallow those pills, but I'm grateful that I didn't. I didn't swallow them. That something, there was no big profound moment, but I just didn't. And so I started to look at what I really enjoyed doing. And I looked at, of course, at human resources. I had put so much time and effort. Maybe it was just the wrong company. And what I love to do, Corey, is I love talking to people about their dreams like you mm. do. And they wouldn't believe in themselves. And I'm like, they're cheering them on. And I'm like, I I just love cheering people on. I love encouraging them. I love giving them ideas of possibilities. Hey, have you thought about this? What if we tried this? You know, all of that. I love that part. So I became a professionally trained coach. So I went to, you know, for six months, I went to training and and I started to do that. And then I thought about starting my own business. And every time I thought about going and knocking on companies' doors to do their human resources, my my body nearly threw up. It, It was giving me signals. No been there, done that, stop doing that. So I started to coach. I started, I had one, one client at a time. I started coaching and this is a very funny little bit. So I put on a vision board workshop and I had maybe eight or 10 women came. And I remember this vision board. I, um, you know, I put all the things on it, right? Like I put the car on it and the vacation and the sexy man. And I put all those things on it. And up in the corner, I wrote, and I had no idea what I was really writing. I wrote blog talk radio. I didn't know what that honestly meant. I think I'd heard somebody talk about it or something, but I just thought, oh, wouldn't that be cute? And that was the end of it. So Mm -hmm. I always had my vision board on my wall behind my computer. So when I would be sitting at my desk, I would always be looking at it. And one day I got a phone call and they said to me, have you ever thought about having your own radio show? It's like, hold on, before we go on, let's just say it's those moments, like something happens and then it's like it presents and then boom, that like the, the connection is made. Right. The connection is made. But I was like, oh, my God, is this is this a joke or whatever? And and when they said that at that, this was a, it, it felt like a really long time. It was a millisecond. Right. And when they said that, my entire body shook. And I've never had my body try to get my attention so loud. It, it, yeah. it has never done that since. It really, really shook. And I'm like, oh my God, I can't not listen to this. Like, this is obviously something, right? And I wasn't into understanding my body at that time the way I do today. Yeah. Anyways, I, st- I say yes. I, I scrape the money to do it. And I get on and I'm so excited. And 15 minutes before, this has never happened. I have a panic attack. I've never had a panic attack before or after. And I'm like, I'm freaking out. I'm trying to pound my feet on the floor so I would calm down. And I get on and I'm like excited and I'm overwhelmed and I'm grateful and I'm confused. And I am like all the feels, right? I cry for the first 15 minutes of this. Oh my goodness. I'm like, people are going to think I'm an idiot. Blah, 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 blah. Anyways, 
they, the producer comes on and says, Christine, we're having a hard time hearing you. And I'm like, how could you not hear somebody crying? Okay, whatever. He says, can you call in with your phone? We were using Skype at the time. And I'm like, yeah. yeah. So I call him with my phone. I finish out the show. My girlfriend calls me and she says, oh my God, you know, that was great. I'm like, were you even listening? And she's like, why were you a little choked up? I'm like, a little. And then I'm like, huh, somebody had my back, right? So I go along and I, I do the show and things are growing and so on. And then that was a very expensive venture. And so I kind of stepped back and then I connected with somebody locally who had a show that also was global. And then I went into partnership with someone. Mm -hmm. and I sold my house and I moved to her city and I basically gave up me because mm -hmm. she looked like she was more intelligent than I was and um, we went into business we signed a year contract and so it was a big financial investment and two months into that agreement she said I don't want to be in business with you anymore oh so my bottom fell out yeah about four months later I was introduced to an organization where you and I met and I started down that path. I was meeting strong people. This was great. I went off to a, um, a retreat that they had. And one of the things that I learned when I came back is I was going to use it. Now, let me back up. Two weeks before I went to this retreat, the, the uh, partnership ended because that one year contract with that radio sh uh, show ended. And at the end of that, I'm like, I, that's it. I'm done with radio. That's ridiculous. I spent so much money and all the rest of it. Right. Mm -hmm. I go to the retreat. I come back. I open my eyes the first morning and I went, okay, I'm going to use this tool. Hey business. What do you, what should we focus on today? And the first thing that I got in my head was radio. And I'm like, why the hell would we ever do that again? That was absolutely asinine. And then I heard, shut up. Just go and do what you're supposed to do. Now, it wasn't a herd as in an extraterrestrial. It was my own self going, would you just stop it? Just do it. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So I did. And I contacted this previous woman that I was on her, her platform that was local. And I said, I think I'd like to come back. And she said, great. And I knew what I was doing. And so I went back. Two weeks after I went back, she said, hey, Christine, have you ever thought about producing? Now, let me tell you, at this point, Corey, I was just about busted broke. Mm -hmm. I had invested a lot of money. There wasn't return. It was just chaos, right? And so I'm like, you know, it's either that or go work at the coffee shop. So I said, all right, I'll give it a try. <laughs> And so Is that or the coffee shop? Hmm. <laughs> I, mean, I like coffee, but I like staying at home too. So yeah. I, I said yes. And so I had no idea what I was saying yes to, right? And so I started, I started producing. And I'm like, mm -hmm. hey, this is kind of fun. This is kind of exciting. And I kind of know what I'm doing. And I love computers. And this is, wow, I get to learn something new. And I'm supporting people. This is fun. And six months later, I was the least owner of that platform. Yeah. And that's how it happens. When we like in, in what I'm in my takeaway from what you're yeah. what you're saying here is that, you know, when we when we truly follow those awarenesses that we have, little voices that are the, the ones really telling you the truth, not the negative ones. Right. But the ones that are like, yeah, yeah, keep going, keep going, keep going. Yeah. You got to go through this. 
And then boom, here we go. Okay. So now there's still more between now and owning your own network. Yes. Yes. Well, one of the pieces that I think is important too, is to know that things that seem insignificant can kind of just slip in front of you. And if you will just follow some of the breadcrumbs some of the time, you get, this is what I say at the end of my show for years, right? For all these years, I always say, remember, you can always make another choice. And you can. I had had a reading done by an individual before I went back on the radio, before I started producing. And she said to me, you know, Christine, you're going to miss a lot of opportunities. And I was just about broke. And I'm like, hell no, I'm not. Hell no, I'm not. So when somebody would ask me a question, I wouldn't immediately make a decision. I would be basically in the energy of tell me more. What do I, I don't know. I could try that on for size for five minutes and see. And then, okay, it's okay. I'll try it on for size tomorrow and I'll see. And so that was the energy that I said, you know what? We're not missing any more opportunities. They're coming. Mm -hmm. They're around me. I'm not going to miss any more opportunities. And so when I... When I was in that energy and this individual wanted to sell me her platform and I was really, I was, you know, checking in with myself and I was checking in with some of my support people, my coach, and, and we were just getting a no, it just wasn't a fit. And so the idea of creating my own came after that point, but my business is called Inspired Choices. That's what it, in 2008, that's what I called it uh, because I struggled with making choices. I always wanted other people to make choices for me. So that's where the choices <laughs> came from. And I wanted to really be inspired. I wanted to really have that oomph, right? So when we started looking at, well, what would we call it? My friends kept saying, I'm getting Inspired Choices Network. And I'm like, no. I cannot call it that. That's my business. That's my own personal show. People are going to think I'm arrogant. People are going to like, oh my God, what are they going to think of me? And then I was like, would you just step out of your ego for five minutes and communicate with your business and and truly ask it? And that's what it was. And I'm and just like, this is this is not about me. This is, I may be the CEO, but this is bigger than me. Mm-hmm. And thankfully, I was willing to put down my ego and say, okay, I'm, I'm willing to stand strong and say, this is what it has to be called. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it so much because it's such a perfect name for, you know, all that you do. And, and I, you know, it, it, it seems when we have these businesses that are really coming from well, we could, we could probably have a conversation about where, where is it really coming from? Is it coming from our future? Is it coming from, you know, (laughs) an actual inspiration within us, but those things that are, that are, well, let me say it this way. When we are an entrepreneur bringing something to life, right? There's oftentimes the theme of our life. Yes. Right. The theme of our life. So it makes sense to me looking, just listening to your story in this moment, that of course it would be that because that's the theme of who you are and who you're becoming and who you've become and like all of what you're about. Right. Mm -hmm. So of course that's the network because it's such a bright, uh, energetic 
energy, right? Yeah. And I also want to just acknowledge you, like you said, you liked to talk, to talk a lot when you were a kid. And then I'm like, oh, I didn't, I didn't really know that about you. So it's so perfect that now you get to use that gift that you were made wrong for as a kid mm-hmm. as your platform, your megaphone. Yes. And, I and, and I, I know that this is a big story with a lot of people that they were made wrong as a child, sit down, be quiet, children should be seen and not heard. And I said that to my kids too. I didn't understand what I was doing at the time. Neither did our parents, but we were oftentimes questioning our knowing, questioning our feelings, questioning what we thought, even just asking a question because we didn't know. And, and for me, it's like, I was being interviewed at a car once. And they asked me a question. Of course, I've got no notes in front of me because we're driving in a car. And this came out of my mouth. Until your voice is added to the conversation, the conversation does not truly begin. Mm. I believe so strongly, Corey, even those people that I can't stand, I believe they have something to contribute. And I believe that inside of each of us, there is a message. There is a knowing that we came here to contribute to the world. And to invite people to step into using their voice, using their expertise, discovering who they are. Do you know how many, how many hosts discover who they are while they're doing their shows? Like it is <laughs> so fun to be here, right? Producing them, supporting them, and they get off the show and they go, oh my God, I've never said that before. I can't believe that came out of me. Oh my God. And I watch them just expand into a bigger, more beautiful creation of who they are. And that, Mm -hmm. that lights me up. Like, honestly, that's the goal for me right there. When I see somebody do that, I'm like, hell yes, that was a good day. Yeah. You've just connected the dots, like, like assisted them, especially with the platform and making it so easy for people. You know, that's like for me as well. Like when I'm in conversation, when I'm facilitating, when I'm with a client or a group of clients or on stage, all in, or, you know, here on the podcast, it's things come out of my mouth. And that's, that was a huge awareness for myself of like, and this is such a unpopular, I think, perspective, but so true for me personally, is that I don't do what I do of service to others. That's the, that's the, the like overflow. I do what I do for me because when I add my voice to the conversation, I get more conscious. I get more aware. I feel fulfilled. And when I'm filled up, when I'm beaming myself, then it is a contribution to others. And so from what I'm taking away from what you're saying right now is that when you're, you know, you've set up everything you've set up when you're having these conversations, when you're fully being you, then it creates those moments for other people. So there's that waterfall effect again, like that, that butterfly effect, I guess maybe is what I'm thinking where it contributes and then it just keeps, keeps going. And I think that's so valuable and important to those of us who are here to make a difference and are here to have a voice is Mm -hmm. get your voice out there in some way. And remember that there's a lot of it's for you. <laughs> and that's exactly it's, how it should it's be. It's really all for you. Because when you when you step into the greater you, you are you are without writing a note, sending a text, making a phone call, you are being the invitation for someone else to say, I think I could do what she does. 
or I'd love to be able to like, Oh my God, I so agree with her. Like I was talking about my, to my girlfriend about that yesterday. You know, any of that, that's where we came from. That's where we came from was watching people speaking and bringing their brilliance to the world and, and knowing one day that's going to be me. Mm-hmm. One day that's going to be me. And then we're scared of ourselves and all the rest of it. But it's like, when you, if you really want to touch people, step the blank up. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's like, it, it truly is. Cause you know, as we both know, public speaking is one of the most feared. It's like people are more afraid of public speaking than they are of death. Yes. Right. And right. public speaking, whether it's on a radio or on a stage or in front of, you know, thousands of people or 10 people, it's the thing people are most afraid of is, is using their voice. Yes. Right. To communicate yes. to others. And when we sort of break down that fear and actually do it, we realize it's one of the most fun things, most inspiring yeah. things, most empowering things we can actually do. And when you do that, you know, even just having this conversation with you, right. When you step out and you have a conversation that's recorded or that's in front of people, your belief in you is going to grow stronger and you're going to have more reserves within you to choose again and again and again. So yes, you're bringing the message to the world. Yes, I bring the message to the world, but I have grown me through talking to other people. And, and I've created a greater life for me because I've got clearer about who I am, not the money, not the prestige. I'm not kidding you. If it all went away, I'm still the woman who I am. And I've grown because of using my voice. I haven't grown because of the business. That's not why I've grown. I've grown because I've stepped into learning more about me through opening my own voice. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. And it, it's so true. I think with whether people are coaching or whether they're healing or whether they're, you know, setting something like this up or doing other, some other sort of business, it's always the personal evolution. The business is the, is on the external, yes. right? Business yes. is the, the, the overflow of you becoming the version of you who can do that, who can be that, who has the courage to do it, who has the tenacity, who has the, you know, overcome the fear or the doubt or whatever to go, yeah, I'm going to put myself out there like this, right? Or I'm going to learn how to do that. And when we step into those, especially when they're inspired, that's when we really create the magic, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And, and when you are willing to receive the magic from yourself, nothing's going to stop you. Just nothing. It is so magic. You know, I know for myself, when I, when I started to receive the magic of myself and I had gotten beyond a lot of the fear and also I didn't know because I didn't even want to be a life coach, right? I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know that that was even possible. And even when I first took my first training, I was like, I don't actually want to be a coach at all or a facilitator. I actually just want the highest level information. So I was like, no, no, and and I was taking these actions and I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to go to these high level classes, but I'm not going to do anything with it. I just want the top information, right? Like funny, my, my, my awareness was showing me exactly where to go, even though I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. Right. And when we're stepping into that, following those awarenesses, man, and, and really receiving the magic of what we have available to us and who we really are and who we're really stepping into. It's just like, it's, it's, it's fantastic. You know, some, it's not going to come in a letter 
a registered letter saying, this is what you're to do, Corey. It's, <laughs> it's, it's not coming like that, guys. It's coming to you through the little insignificant things. It's the, just try everything. Try all 31 flavors of ice cream. Try them all. Try everything. You don't know those jeans are going to fit or not going to fit if you don't try them. Try things on. You can always make another choice, always. But the, yeah. the opportunities that come that look like nothing, one day you could be a badass bitch like us too. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe you already are. Maybe no, you it, it, it really, that's, that's really just a self-framing, right? Yes. Of you know, Who am I choosing to be? Who, who, who do I see myself as? Yes. And I think so much of that comes from following those prompts, following those inspired actions. And some of them are so nonsensical, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, really? Like blog talk radio on my vision board? And then, oh, like, why did I even put that there? Well, something within you knew. Yes. Yes, exactly. Which is yeah. so funny. It's still, and I found that vision board, you know, from 2008, I found that or 2009, I found that vision board. I just had moved and I went, Oh my gosh, there you are. I threw it away, but I kept a picture. <laughs> it's just, it's just a reminder to allow what wants to come, come, just allow it to come and, and just mm -hmm. Just take a step and take another step and take another step. And that's through the journey of taking steps that you really do uncover who you would like to be, who you are here to be, who, who would be fun to be. And, you know, if you decide that, well, in order to have a really good life, I need to get a pension. And so I need to work for this type of company. And da, 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 da. I was like, really? Really? Is that going to, you know, day in and day out? I've watched people. My ex worked at a factory for 25 years and he held in his hand a piece of steel just like this and he put little nuts that about this long and he would push them into the top of a freezer and he would do this for 25 years wow to get and for everybody everybody only listening it, it's a very simple motion with both arms and pushing buttons basically He's pushing one thing down and hammering Push, hammer, push, hammer <laughs> for 25 years. That's not um, a, that's a machine. Yeah. Yeah. I was always like, oh my God, I could never, I couldn't, I couldn't. There was more that wanted to jump out and I just needed well, to find a way. And that's, and that's really it. it. You know, some people have the inspiration in that that awareness that they are meant to bring a dream alive. They're meant to live a different life. They're not meant to do the same thing over and over and over, mm -hmm. or even the same thing for a long period of time. Right. Like some of us just know we have that inkling within us and that's what there is to acknowledge. And I would guess anybody listening to this podcast right now is got that inkling of like, okay, I've got a big dream or I've got something, or I know I'm meant for something. I might not even know what it is. Right. But there's something that is calling you to create something out of the box, something maybe that's never existed, or maybe expand something that is already out there and put your unique your stamp. Yeah. But you exactly. might not even know that there's something, but you may be incredibly miserable, incredibly miserable. You're not meant to be miserable. So please <laughs> turn your head, look in a new direction. You're not yeah. meant to be miserable. You did not come to this beautiful planet 
to be a miserable piece of crap. And you don't have to be. And mm-hmm. that's the piece where I think people think they don't have choice. Yeah. So if the, if you're just miserable, know that that's a message too. Oh, 100%. It's such a message. It's a loud and clear message of your, oftentimes your body, like you were saying, and your awareness saying, hey, if you keep going in this direction, you're going to keep feeling this way. You've got to make a change. Yeah. yeah. Right. You've got yeah. to make a change. And there's, if the, anywhere there's something that's that heavy and miserable or that heavy and, and just bringing you down, there's always something that's lighter. Always. Exactly. Totally. Awesome. Christine, where can people find you? (laughs) You can find me at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can email me, Christine, at inspiredchoices.ca, CA for Canada, not California. And (laughs) you can find me across any social media platform or your favorite podcast platform. Look for Inspired Choices Network, your favorite TV, smart TV, or go download the Inspired Choices Network app on your phone. Awesome. So many choices. She's everywhere. She's omnipresent everywhere. (laughs) Thank you so much for being on the show and sharing your story. It's such an inspirational story. And I can't wait to see what's next for you. I appreciate you having me, Corey. All right, everybody. See you next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of Bring Your Dreams Alive. Now, if you're someone who would like to turn your desires into reality, to know how to create anything at any time, to have energetic self-mastery, to tap into your 5D consciousness and bring those dreams alive, check out my latest webinar where I share all the secrets on how to shift your mindset and your consciousness so that you can confidently bring your dreams alive, even if you've been feeling stuck or blocked. Check it out today at meetcoreymichelle.com forward slash webinar.